I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. Looking for a way to support The Dinner Party Show? A percentage of any purchase you make through a buy link on thedinnerpartyshow.com will allow us to keep bringing you the show free of charge. If you're an Amazon customer, head to thedinnerpartyshow.com and click on the Amazon Gold Box located in the lower left-hand corner of every page of our site. Do this, and a percentage of each purchase you make at Amazon during that shopping session will support our continued operation. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And now it's time for another episode of The Dinner Party Show. Hi, I'm Margaret Stoll. And I'm Cami Garcia. And we're the authors of Beautiful Creatures. And you're listening to The Dinner Party Show with the fabulous Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I went to a marvelous party. Don't even know the facts. They go with their gut. Don't have enough depth to laugh. Cares about your season. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. No, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, no, we're no, going no. to take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, I'm Christopher Rice. Bonsoir. <laughs> Je suis Eric Shaw Quinn, and you're listening to the Hannibalism edition of the Dinner Party Show's livecast for June 7th, 2015. And tonight we will not be talking about Wisconsin Union Buster Scott Walker, Good. who said just this morning he would support a constitutional amendment allowing states to ban gay marriage. That's original. Aside from placing the possible GOP presidential contender in the party's coveted League of Bigoted Assholes, Ooh. Walker's announcement is just another sign his party has lost the culture war in this area, as evidenced by the fact that their only recourse is to try something again that hasn't worked since 1971, (laughs) specifically 
amending the U.S. Constitution. Right, that worked so well last time. Indeed. In America, the only thing less popular than amending the Constitution is the idea of Scott Walker appearing on a network besides Fox. And that's why we're not talking about him or it or them. We Excellent. would, however, what? love to discuss how Sam Brownback has completely wrecked the Kansas economy by rejecting the very sound principles of government and fiscal management that have led California into a vibrant recovery, but nobody else would. Really? So tonight is just going to be... It's oh. going to be Hannibalism yes, Part yes. 2. So Hannibalism. we'll leave that for another show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, we do not know what to say in response to bloviating windbag radical right-wing radio host Rush Limburger's claim in response to the overwhelmingly positive reception to Caitlyn Jenner's debut on the cover of Vanity Fair. As best as we can figure from the pathological liar and paranoid pinhead drunk addict... <laughs> unintelligible remarks, he appears to feel that tolerance and open-mindedness are the new normal, and bigoted, small-minded assholes like himself are the new weirdos. As usual, Rush, you're wrong. Well, that goes without saying. You're not the new weirdos. You've been the weirdos all along. Jerks like you have always been a minority, but the tolerant, open-minded majority never called you a weirdo because that's the nature of tolerance and open-mindedness. We're glad we can clear that up for you, you hateful old fuckwit. It's not name-calling if it's accurate. That's right. Also not being discussed on tonight's show, any of the dialogue-only scenes in the recently released disaster epic San Andreas. Mmm, loved it. During this challenging time for our country, let us focus only on the movie's epic destruction of downtown Los Angeles. Here, here. It's awe-inspiring, if absolutely preposterous, tsunami that destroys all of San Francisco. USA! And let us cast our gaze away from the, spoiler alert, fact Uh that it ends with one character saying, (laughs) We will rebuild. Words which have more effect following a giant lizard attack on a single city and not the complete destruction and or incineration of an entire state. You gave it all away, Christopher. I kind of did. I kind of did. The earthquake hits, folks. That's what happens. But if we don't talk about those things, San Andreas will live on in the heart of our inner seven-year-olds as a cheese-tastic, crap-tastic disaster epic of the First Order. It's craptacular. Indeed. Absolutely. Indeed. I smell Velveeta Award. Absolutely. We also have no comment about... About Entourage, the movie or the series. No, we wish yeah. them the best. Sure, we sure. hope they make a mint. We like them. They come to our gym. They it do. seems fine. But it's like a joke that's lasted 12 years that we just don't get. We're too gay. Good luck, boys. Here's hoping with your example in 25 years, too gay, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're I too didn't gay. know that was possible. <laughs> too gay for Entourage. <laughs> Here's hoping that with your example and 25 years of Sex in the City, they make a long-running HBO show about a group of gay friends that is not also a show about a group of sexual compulsives who happen to be gay. Girl. And we literally were stunned silent when we discovered that adorable, red-headed, freckle-faced Emma Stone had been cast to play an Asian American in the box oh, office catastrophe, Aloha. Not even dreamy Bradley Cooper could save that decision. No wonder Amy Pascal quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's next? Hugh Jackman as the lead in Martin Luther King, the musical? We don't even want to sing along to that, let alone talk about it. We would, however, like to know how there isn't already a musical about Martin Luther King. Mm. I think that's really a good question. I think that's something the party people should Google. That and everything else is still on the table on tonight's live cast of The Dinner Party Show.
You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and we just want to warn everybody, it's Hannibalism here tonight. The premiere was Thursday, and we are going to be talking about exactly. it. Exactly. So if you have it sitting on your TiVo, download our show and listen to it later, or just participate <laughs> in the part that we told you you had to participate in to win something tonight. But we're going to be talking about we're it. Gonna we're going to be talking about it. We don't hurt anybody's feelings, but Brian we're talking Fuller about it. Brian Fuller is already in our green room. He's joined by beloved character actress Beth Grant. Yay! We're so happy they're here, but before they come on and before we hear from our special correspondents we have a lot of business to get through here on the dinner party show oh god really I'm all about the business Eric oh, Shaw Quinn you really are as always we ask you if you like our show to leave us an iTunes review and every week we read the most clever line from the most recent review and Lee Swift says that the dinner party show made him laugh so, so hard subjective. he had to flush his Xanax what does that mean <laughs> that you laugh so hard you had to flush your Xanax Okay, so <laughs> you apparently did. I really like that. That's yeah. really like that's such an out there sort of. Um, yeah, 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 really. Yeah, that's a great benchmark. The dinner party show. It'll make you flush your value. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that should be our new slogan. Absolutely. All right, darlings, fanables, members of the Fullerverse who have joined us tonight. We have been teasing a special giveaway contest that we're having here on the Dinner Party Show. We are going to give you a trivia question related to Season 2 of Hannibal. You have until the end of our live show tonight, that's 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, to either email your answer to this question to the following address, web at thedinnerpartyshow.com, or you can private message it to our Facebook page. The Dinner Party Show has a verified Facebook page. Just look up The Dinner Party Show. If you haven't already found our Facebook page, I know. what's going on with you? You'll find all our other regular party people there along with Shea Butters. And this, and you can post questions that we might get around to asking Brian Fuller while he's on the show tonight or Beth Grant. Absolutely. And this question, this trivia question that you have to answer uh, will also be posted on the Facebook page very shortly. And we'll remind you again of it before the show is over. Unless we Here, forget. Go, unless we forget. But Shea Butters will remember, <laughs> and we are saying it now in its, its entirety. So to be entered in the drawing for the Kindle Voyage, which will happen next week at the beginning of the show, you have to submit the correct answer to this question before the end of our live show tonight. All right, here we go. In season two of Hannibal, there is a victim Brian Fuller referred to on Twitter as Tree Man. What was this victim's profession when Hannibal killed him. Okay, I'm going to repeat the question again. So put down your wine, put down your beer, put down your crack pipe. Here we go. Pick up your pen, In write it down. In season two of NBC's Hannibal, there is a victim, Brian Fuller, referred to on Twitter as Tree Man. What was this victim's profession when Hannibal killed him? All right. Do you know the answer? Don't say it if you do, Eric Sharkwin. Well, I'll... I'll send it to web at thedinnerpartyshow.com okay. or private then, message it yeah. to Shea Butler it's on our Facebook page if I have the correct answer. Okay. I heard the rules. So, yeah. I think most of them anyway. I got uh, a little blurry there towards the end. I almost blacked out. I, I invent rules as we go. I have a, an important story. Okay, but we have another. We have a drawing to do. Oh, we have a drawing? Yes. We have two giveaways happening. One giveaway has just it's started. right this minute. Yes. Right now, we told everyone, if you called our party line at 323-PEZ-TDPS and left a message for Brian Fuller before tonight's 
show, you are automatically entered into this drawing, and the winner will receive a copy of a Making of Hannibal coffee table book and the Hannibal score on vinyl. And even if you didn't hear your question last week, and even if you don't hear your question tonight, if you left a question, you were automatically entered into this drawing. And I, this is me going through all the names. I'm going through. I'm going through. Let's see. Let's see who wrote. Mikhail from Rhode Island. You are the winner of a Making of Hannibal coffee table book and a copy of the Hannibal score on vinyl with a collector's edition cover. Mikhail from Rhode Island. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. You are the winner. Please proceed to our Facebook page and private message your contact information, including your mailing address, to Shea Butters so that we can fulfill delivery of your prize. Yeah, don't post it on your Facebook page unless you're looking to meet a lot of interesting new people. Absolutely, absolutely. Eric Shaw Quinn, our business having been concluded, you may now tell your story. I just, I want, you know, the the party people are very important to me. Yes, they are. And I just, I wanted you to know how important you are to me. Okay. Thursday night, we had the privilege of watching the premiere of the new season of Hannibal with Brian Fuller, the creator of the new season of Hannibal. Yes, yes. And at the end of the show, with everybody, there was like a standing ovation. It's amazing. You've all seen it. You better have because we're going to be talking about it. You better have seen it, yeah. So he made the offer that we could stay and watch a second episode. Mm-hmm. And Christopher and I were going to stay. We were like, I was teasing Christopher. He was like, we have a conference call. I was like, it's at 11 in the morning. I think we're going to be <laughs> That's okay. That's early for me. That's early, Eric. 11 but is early. Christopher is... I know you'll be surprised to hear this, but Christopher is actually the sensible one. It, yeah, and he the, said, the tight ass is what I am. If yeah. we watch, well, I, you know, that's what it says on the T-shirt but I, and the back <laughs> of his director's chair. Um, but anyway, I, he said, if we see the second episode, we will spoil it. We will, we will. not be able to keep the two separate. Right, because we knew Brian was coming on tonight with Beth, and we would begin talking about the show, and we would, and I we wouldn't would spill remember. over I into think a he discussion me, of the next mostly, episode. But like, yeah, that yeah. is what I meant. And yeah. he was right, and yeah. I knew he was right when he said yeah. it, and so we had to leave. We, we to gave leave. up. For you, party people, we gave up watching the second episode yes. of... Hannibal with, with Brian Fuller and in the, his living room. In his beautiful living room oh, of his God. beautiful home with the beautiful writing staff. The, the writing amazing staff. food. Everyone was live tweeting. It was so exciting, although they weren't going to be able to live tweet the episode that wasn't actually being aired on I, television. If they live tweeted that episode, I'm going to be really pissed because I, I could totally have stayed. I think the Fanables and the party people are also going to be really pissed. But that I, I can see how you would say that's a story that's a testament to your love of the party people. Yeah, it was like it I is. did it for you, party people, because God knows I wanted to stay. Yeah, absolutely. And there was really no reason, like, 11 o'clock isn't really even early for Christopher. Uh, you're right. You're totally right. He's actually, it's probably earlier for me. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. I, I try to have had my Metamucil by 10.30, right? That's what we call Metamucil time. Is this right. not something I was supposed to talk about live on the radio? I, we actually have a little song. It's Metamucil time. It's Metamucil time. Yeah, Single so, for the rest of their lives, right? ladies and gentlemen, Eric Shaw Quinn and Christopher Rice. <laughs> well, it's the reason in... where you have to do that. If you're still single, you really have to keep your options open. Well, the thing I mean. is, is that we're usually on the phone. It, a lot of the time we're on the phone at 10.30 talking about something. Somebody who pissed us off. Oh, yeah. Somebody 11 o'clock at night is definitely not yeah. too late for us. But So I hear the spoon stirring the Metamucil. How the fuck did we get on Metamucil? We're supposed to be talking about I Hannibal. Really? All like, well, it's, you know, like it's horror. It's about horror. So <laughs> it's so fiber qualified. I guess so. It's about eating. I, I'm all for stopping. 
We could stop talking about it at any time. Not, it's our show. Not unless we remember to ask Brian Fuller if Hannibal needs a sort of fiber like Metamucil well, to he keep things moving. He eats a lot of moving. meat, yeah. He eats a lot of people, and I yeah. don't know how well people go I through. I don't know. I don't know if you need fiber with that or not. He makes beautiful salads occasionally, but mostly it's about, you know. It's about the people. It's about the long peg. Oh, there's got to be a special Metamucil just for Hannibal Lecter. I think that I think that's a great cross-promotion. I think there is. I think there's a product placement future there. Excellent, excellent. Well, we have um, some special correspondents who want to weigh in on Hannibalism this week. I believe oh, Ms. Jonelle Sams has Jonelle. a report for Live from the Poison Creek Mall. Well. Absolutely. And then we have a word from one of our special sponsors. And then... We will be joined by Brian Fuller himself and the lovely Beth Grant here on the Dinner Party Show. Stay with us. You're listening to the Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Welcome back to Live from Poison Creek with your host, Jonelle Sams. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Live from Poison Creek. I'm your host, Donnell Sams. But as you may know, I got my start giving relationship advice on the dinner party show. Now, I am eternally grateful to Christopher and Eric for giving me that opportunity. But my deepest and most heartfelt appreciation goes to those who trusted me with their most personal troubles and allowed me to offer up my thoughts on finding some peace and maybe even a little romance in their lives. I still try to take time to keep up with my correspondence and from time to time bring your letters onto the show. I'll tell you, I got a humdinger this past week and I wanted to share it with you this evening. He writes, Dear Joe Nail, first let me say I am a fan of your work. And let me say that flattery will get you everywhere. (laughs) He goes on. Your pragmatic and sublime marriage of art, love, food, and death makes me feel a kinship that feels both presumptuous and elegiac. Yet your unselfconscious genius and elegant exploration of your macabre passions make you more the teacher and I but a people striving for your mastery. <laughs> Fancy! Not sure what all that means, but it sure sounds pretty. There's more. It is in that spirit that I turn to you for advice. I too like to celebrate those I kill, both artistically but also gastronomically, but I am conflicted as I seek my own personal truth. Do you choose the subjects for your sculptures of death based on their artistic merit or for their culinary potential? To be blunt, when you decide to kill, is it love or hunger that motivates you? I hope that you will favor me with your reply and anxiously wait your shared genius. Signed, a fan. H. Lecter, Doctor of Psychiatry. Well, I can tell you... My head was spinning when I realized that this was from a medical professional, a psychiatrist no less, who I am certain has heard more than his share of sobbing and pleading as he walked through the darkness working to end the suffering of so many lost souls whose tragic paths have led to Dr. Lecter as their last stop on the heartbreak highway. 
I am truly honored, sir. And so I broke out the dictionary to try and figure out what the hell you were talking about in that beautiful letter. So, as best as I can figure, doctor, you want to know if I choose the little critters for my taxidermy based on whether or not they'll be good looking or good eating. <laughs> Forgive me, it's not as pretty as you say it, but I'm a plain-spoken woman. My husband, Merle, always says, My God, Jonelle, I'm not sure why you need guns in a killing jar. The way you tell the truth is lethal. And that kind of straight talk is why Merle and I just celebrated the anniversary of 25 blissful years of marriage this past April 1st. Thank you, thank you very much. And I have managed not to poison Merle all these years, but I'm afraid that my cooking is as plain as my speech. Despite what you may have heard about the way to a man's heart being through his stomach, Merle is the chef in the Sam's family. His best friend, Olson Lee Pugh, has not missed Thanksgiving dinner at our house once in all of our 25 years and then some. But to answer your real question, Dr. Lecter, I think you have to make the big choices in your life based on your biggest mistakes. When Merle and I first got married, I really did try to be like all the fine married ladies in Poison Creek. I was eat up with worry, always second-guessing my every choice and tossing and turning at night. I, I hardly had a moment's peace, and I began to wonder if marrying Merle had been a big mistake. Can you imagine? Well, I made myself miserable, and I nearly drove Merle crazy. Worst of all, I was so busy trying to be who I thought I should be, I was no longer the woman Merle had married. And he told me so. He said, Jonelle, if I had wanted to marry Donna Reed, I'd have been William Tuttle. He was the makeup artist that Donna Reed married. Merle's a real movie buff. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I had to look it up, too. Anyhow, the point is, the only stuff I really regret in life is the stuff I don't do. If I'm following my own heart, I'm being true to myself, and I sleep like the dead. And if not, well, then it's time for a course correction and a good map to get me back to being Jonelle. So, doctor, if I have any advice to offer you, it's this. You have to do what you know will make you feel the best. You'll have to make your own mistakes to find out for yourself, doctor. Maybe it's beauty, and maybe it's dinner, or maybe it's a combination of the two. But no regrets. And whatever you decide, if you're ever in Poison Creek, you'll have to look us up, Dr. Lecter. We'd love to have you for dinner. I'm Jonelle Sams, and you can still write to me at Jonelle at the Dinner Party Show. Thanks for your letter, doctor. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is live from Poison Creek. Coming up next, Jonelle's infamous roadkill stew. Making the best out of what comes your way. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. 
Coming soon to HGTV. You've seen them trade places and you've watched them hunt for houses. Now we're taking two families who work from home and forcing them to spend six months trying to run their business in a house that wasn't specifically designed for them. Are they up to the challenge? Find out on House Shockers, coming soon to HGTV. Hi, I'm Bob Merrill. And I'm Cheryl Merrill. And together we run a mail order Beanie Baby business out of our home. And boy howdy, are we excited about the challenge of trying to run our company from a house that wasn't designed to meet our needs. I am the Chimera. I enjoy the temporary company of strangers. All right, let's switch them and see what happens. The most important part of a mail order business is being able to warehouse your goods. Let's see what kind of storage this place has. Is there a basement? I think so, but what's that stain on the back door? I don't know. It's kind of red. Is that a handprint? Maybe. Let's check in with the man law enforcement is calling the Chimera. The yard is too big and there is no fence. My house guests could get away. Sure, a lot of plastic tarps in this basement. Uh, not sure that meets our needs. Is that a, wait, what kind of table is that? Is he doing surgery down here? Not quite. And here comes the fun twist. If the contestants can guess the profession of the person they've switched houses with on the day they move in, they'll win a million dollars. What kind of a uh, doctor performs surgery at home? I don't think doctors do that, sweetie. I think he must be um, something else. Hmm. There are tiny little stuffed animals in the front room, and none of their eyes came from corpses, so I don't know. Are they veterinarians? Close, but no cigar. Are they man and wife child abductors? Nope. Careful, Chimera. Three strikes and you're out. Let's see what Bob and Cheryl have to say. Uh-oh. We don't want to guess. Yeah, we just want to go, please. Really? You want to go? To your house where the guy who designed this basement is? Okay, um, we'll stay put for now, I guess. Come on, take a guess. Um... Is it the Chimera, the individual believed responsible for 17 murders of young women in the Mid-Atlantic region? That's correct! Okay, now can we go? You could, or you could choose to spend the next six months in the one place you know the Chimera won't be. I guess that makes sense, but I just sort of wish we hadn't done this. House Shockers on HGTV. The contestants never know just who they're going to be switching homes with or what type of business that person runs out of their house. You could find yourself living in the home of a psychiatrist, a catering chef, or a prolific serial killer who tortures and murders his victims in his own basement. People who paint their kitchens white have clearly never had to cut their neighbor's throat over tea. House Shockers, coming this fall to HGTV. Don't forget to lock up. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. And now, it's time for The Dish. We hope you kept your silverware. 
welcome back to the you're in good voice tonight. Party show. <laughs> That's a, cla- that's a classy intro for a bunch of rednecks, honestly. <laughs> Welcome back to the redneck edition of Hannibalism. I'm Christopher Wright. <laughs> I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And we are joined by... Oh my by God, the studio is packed with joy tonight. Brian Fuller, creator of NBC's Hannibal and many Yay! other wonderful shows. Congratulations oh. on an amazing Brian. launch. And Thank he has you. brought with him the beloved oh character actress, the woman who is oh literally in every movie you have ever seen. Ever, ever. Seen, ever. And now she's on the dinner party show, so now it's official. She's on everything. Beth Grant is here, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, welcome, Beth. Yay. Yay! So, before we start to have a lot of fun, I have to repeat the trivia question that is involved in our giveaway for it, Kindle it's really, Voyage. It's that big a killjoy. It's that big a killjoy. Wow! What kind of question is this? In season two, and don't answer Brian Fuller because people have to send the correct answer to He's, Web at the dinner party show. You have to say at dinner. No spoilers, Brian, before the dinner starts because it'll change from. Yeah, you have to set a parameter every time. So send the correct <laughs> answer either to the email address Web at the dinner party show or private message our Facebook page for the dinner party show and here's the question I'm going to read it again in season two there is a victim Brian referred to on Twitter as tree man what was this victim's profession when Hannibal killed him I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, and you're not you supposed to email it. it to web at thedinnerpartyshow.com or private message it to our Facebook page, and then you should just keep it to yourself. I wish everyone could see your face right now. I, I wish they the could. I the same thing. I, I know, wish they right? could. That was an ugly face. I wish they could. <laughs> I wish they could. Well, we are taking video, which we will post on YouTube in about seven months when we remember to do it. But we want to talk about you, Beth Grant. We didn't cue it up, oh, but... I can make ugly faces, too. Oh. You know, ugly in the South doesn't mean physically contorted no. you know ugliness no. it just means you're acting ugly anger Absolutely. is ugly in the anger is ugly anger Did is you know ugly that? but it can also uh, be physically unattractive too so you know I think it was a double winner face yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> Brian Fuller has never acted ugly no oh no, my god yeah. man ever. dark Boy. yes <laughs> ugly no but oh. he's always very sweet oh, yes. in his always darkness. Always so sweet. Always so sweet. Well, Dr. Lecter is charming, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At his yeah. dinner parties, and then, you know, he eats you. But Brian has better food at his parties. Well, we don't know who was there earlier. That's true. And who didn't make it that far That's into the right. <laughs> who was supposed to be here tonight? Cold pork. And is this really chicken? Or who has a wooden leg? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to actually make it out of here? So how did you two meet? Through Todd Holland. Yes. Oh, yes, we love Todd. We, we love him. Met at a holiday party at Todd Holland's house, and then um, I, of course, and he cast me. He gave me a job in, in Wonderful Falls at the dinner party. Well, I've been to your house, and I haven't been in any of your shows. <laughs> God damn it, Brian. Well, it was Todd Holland's dinner party, oh, and okay. so I, if I met you at Todd Holland's, you'd cast me. Yes. yes. Okay, good. Yes, I would. I'll call heartbeat <laughs> in a heartbeat. And um, I had been in love with Beth because she's just one of those actors that speaks to me creatively, where I saw several of her performances, and I was like, who is she? Who is she? Who is she? And then <laughs> I saw her at Todd's party, and he's like, oh, she's a friend of mine. And it's like, do you think we could get her on Wonderfalls? Oh, I love hearing this. And it was the beginning of what I hope is going to really be the big payoff on Hannibal. The we Buffalo. have a plan for you on Hannibal, Beth. I don't oh, know good, if you've heard I have one, too. What's, well, what's your plan? <laughs> Let's hear about yours. Wouldn't it be funny if it was the same thing? Not knowing what yours is, mine is the season finale 
finale, uh, the finale finale in your eighth year, that Marianne Marie Beadle comes on and chops up Hannibal Lecter and puts him in her muffins. Yeah. I love that and idea. And sits eating her muffins. That's and the last it, shot it goes, of Marianne Marie eating And it her. goes with our idea yes, because we wanted, idea. To, we wanted you to come on as Muffin Buffalo Bill. Oh, yeah, I saw that in the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But do you know so what we mean by that? I don't, but I love it. That's the villain from Silence of the Lambs. He's yes. Buffalo Bill. So oh, he, he... my God. <laughs> How well, perfect that is, is that? That's Muffin Buffalo clever. Bill. And then, yeah, she eats Hannibal Lecter. I think it's the And perfect... yours is based in literature, or mine is just based well, in Well, right in the, in the book, Silence literature. of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill's mother is dead in a bathtub, right? Well, so we're going to invent a life for in her. The house. He was working, he was he was sewing for Mrs. Littman, who was the lady in the muddy bathtub that yes. right. Grace found. So I, I think it would be actually really fun if you played Mrs. Littman. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's so, pretty funny. I okay. would love <laughs> to play Mrs. Littman. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and we should get Lee Pace to pay Buffalo Bill. Yes, yes, that yes. That would be wonderful. Oh, my God. He's I so lean. Him. It's yes. perfect. <laughs> he's got just the right look for that. And it's not the first time he's played trans. No, that's no. true. That's, that's true. his first he big thing out of wonderful. Yeah, yeah. One of the most yeah. brilliant. We actually had Calpurnia on the show. He's one of the most brilliant performances I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. he was the genius. Sergeant the genius. Soldier's Girl. Soldier's Girl. Yeah. Genius. If you haven't seen it, you should totally Totally check it out. It is just genius. It is it is one of the best. Like I, no, I'm not going to say that because it's mean about another actor. But God, it was brilliant. Like it was like I wanted other actors. Let's see. I'll say it this way: other actors who were playing cross gender people to take a page out of his book because I've seen some pretty lame attempts right. at playing those. And I'm not talking about Felicity. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm, um, I, like, should we cycle through guesses of who he's <laughs> no, talking about? No, we'll let the party people guess. <laughs> we'll let the party Everybody guess, guess on that. It's not a trivia question, but we'll send you something. Brian brought Hannibal coloring books. Look or he gave at me the one, and I made. Books. I, they're unauthorized copies. They're bootleg Hannibal coloring books that bootlegs I had. Bootlegs are the best. But let's set the scene. Just in the middle of the little viewing party you were having at your house, Brian, you just walk over to Eric and drop this coloring book in his lap with no explanation, and then no. you moved off. And we had had a long conversation with you earlier in the evening, so we thought there's something special about this coloring book. It's got and a he curse never, on it. And he <laughs> never mentioned it again. In fact, this yeah. is the first time we've discussed it since he gave it to me. So yeah, I, I don't even know what it's about. So what <laughs> Beth just flew in from Oklahoma. What are you working on? What's next? Uh, You're in everything. So uh, I'm sure there's five different major oh feature gosh. films this year that star well, you. I have a few at Los Angeles Film Festival. I'm actually in something called Band of Robbers, which is grown-up Huck Finn in today's <gasps> world. Robbing oh, Banks, Matthew Gray Googler, and the Knee Brothers. Mm. Uh, I play Widow Douglas. That's just a tiny, tiny, that's just a little thing I did for Matthew because I adore Perfect. Matthew. Uh, you know, Matthew Gray Googler, oh my God, you would love working with him. You two I, I, Was I, he on I, Criminal I Minds? Him, but I don't yeah. He's from Criminal Minds. Yeah. Yes, he's very tall and cute and um, trained sort of as a director at NYU. And, yeah, very yeah. cerebral. And then I have one called Consumed, uh, mm. which is about the GMOs in our food. It's actually a thriller, believe it or mm. not, about the food industry. Which sounds kind of, you know, how do you do that? But uh, Zoe Lister Jones and Daryl well, Brian is could maybe give you. Some yeah, that's on. true. <laughs> There's some regulation. I'm talking to the the supreme expert, right? The queen of terrifying food shows. Yes, absolutely. I'm sure they must have counseled with you. Right? They must have. We have Jose Andres, but your your film uh, is all about the conspiracies to keep food cardboard, right? Well, it, it, to keep it fret, you mean to keep oh the corporations, yeah. the GMOs. There has there is hard science, good science that shows that the GMOs 
there are uh, side effects to eating this food. And uh, although a lot of the corporate leaders are just misguided human beings, if you can believe that, there are some corporate people that just want to feed the world and they think this is a solution. Uh-huh. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, they're not always shown all the Wasn't that what Damien 3 was going to do? Was gonna, he was, that was how he was going to get control of the world was through food? Yes, and anal sex. Oh, really? Oh. Remember in Damien Omen 3, he uh, was... Darling, uh, I didn't see Damien Omen 3. Oh. He threw the question right to you for a reason. Because he's like, <laughs> semi-obscure horror film, Brian Fuller. For the Sam Neill. I yes. remember that vividly yes. as a, a young man when he's having sex with uh, the the female lead who looks like Kate Nelligan but is not Kate Nelligan. And then he flips her on her belly and has anal sex. And has anal sex. Will not do anal. And my boy did my mind spin. <laughs> I was you like, can wow. do that. How are oh. they? What are they? Oh. But oh. then you're like, oh, you can only do that with Kate Nelligan. I think that's what the movie <laughs> Or with not Kate Nelligan. You can never do that with yeah, Kate Yeah, totally. We had an like anal her. sex episode of The Mindy Project. Did you? We did indeed. Right. Another, that was of, another of Beth's credits. It was knocking yes. on the back door. Yeah, somebody was knocking on the back door, and Mindy didn't like it. No. <laughs> no. So but I mean, on a sitcom, that's just how much the world has changed and how free yeah. we all are now to right? really talk about Real like, life. Like, I think on All in the Family, there was an issue about them having the sound of a toilet flushing. Wow. And they couldn't have bathrooms with toilets in them. If they showed a bathroom on the camera, they couldn't show a toilet in the bathroom. They well, could have the other fixtures. But then they did Edith Bunker getting raped. And oh, my they God. Had, did they really? Yeah, it was so upsetting. I remember that. It was in the late 70s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. That show was, was about breaking down all of those old TV stereotypes. Was it, that Norman Lear? And yeah. Standards, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Who Genius. also did Maud. Is, am I which was my childhood savior. And, and the Maud, which gave birth to Eric Shaw Quinn's comportment and pretty worldview. Much, and pretty much entirely. Yeah, 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 I based pretty much my whole life on Maud. <laughs> what would Maud do? What would Maud do? Yeah. We're going to get you a little plastic bracelet <laughs> WWMD I actually used to own do you remember when she wanted Henry Fonda to be president she she became bipolar and she was stalking Henry Fonda and wanted him to run for president and she had this huge poster of Henry Fonda <laughs> I actually uh, used you to have... own that poster I sadly think I gave it away what, the actual poster the just... actual poster wow. how did you come God. by that uh, I was working on the lot and it was in the trash <laughs> I said give me that thing and you yeah. knew what it was you came across it you were like why are they throwing this and, away yeah I had it for many years but then I think for some reason I finally let go of it now I wish I had it I put it with my muffin buffalo Brian gave me the neon muffin buffalo sign from oh, Pushing Daisies. What a great present. I mean, isn't that fabulous? And we're redoing the whole garage just so we can hang it. Yay. That's fantastic. That's spectacular. It's be I cool. love that. And if you haven't seen Wonder Falls, it's also available along with the Wind everything Mindy Project. Everything Brian has everything ever we've done talked about is available at the dinnerpartyshow.com. Yeah. It's available. The Mindy Project is available. King of the Hill is available. Uh, Sorted Lives, I believe, is also available. Sorted so. Lives. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Ann Walker was on our show a few, I would say, maybe last year when we first started. She had her own radio show, and she came on and talked about Sorted Lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got some of the dirt. That was after the whole 
the the TV series excitement. just stopped and they didn't pay anyone. But we won't make you talk about that because um, we got the scoop from Anne. <laughs> yeah, we already got that scoop. That's all. So we do have some uh, fanables and other people who called into our party line, and we wanted to play just a few of their questions. Yay. After the exciting premiere, Brian. Let me just say that was like watching the first forty five minutes of a hundred million dollar feature film. It, it was, was epic, cinematic, it was so it was European. Spectacular. It's, I mean, the production values are always. I, I was this beyond. I could not believe. I know that you don't have the requisite thirty-five million dollars to mm-hmm. per episode to make the first forty-five minutes of a hundred million dollar film. So I was incredibly impressed with not only how it looked, but just the the relaunch of the whole series. Thank just you. amazing. If you haven't seen it. I don't know why you're listening to the show because we're really going to spoil That's really, everything. We're going but... to spoil everything. But I have a question before we get to all these other people's questions. The, the, there are so many uh, sort of intricate close-up shots, like uh, you know, of flowers growing, and and the uh, the premiere of this season began with the machinery. Like you were inside the motorcycle that Hannibal was riding. Oh, How God, do you get was... those shots? Is there a special Genius. unit for that? Are you combining stock footage and something that you've shot? It is mostly Chris Byrne, who is our second unit director. Who that was just brilliant. He, he is brilliant. He has such a wonderful eye and he lights everything commercially. And so those inserts, if we tried to get them on a production schedule, would never make our days. So we have Chris come in and he sh- sometimes he shoots entire scenes. Sometimes he's he calls himself the janitor. <clears throat> the phlegm in my throat, yeah. uh, the, the <laughs> diaphragm of phlegm in my throat. Um, excuse me. But he really does clean up the show in so many ways, picking up things that we could never get oh, in our schedule. Opening the oyster from the inside. Oh, exactly. yeah, yeah. And the he, gasoline bursting into flame and the, the, the tailpipe of the motorcycle turning into the moon over Paris. Over yeah, the, it was I epic. mean, it was just astonishing. It was so he shot the, that whole sequence. And the sound effects in your living Genius. room with everybody just quiet and getting ready to live. It was one of the most exciting nights I've ever had yeah. as a person who lives in Hollywood. So Did Hollywood. you write yeah. all those close-ups of the yeah. wine guys? And, yeah. So I was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew you did. Okay. Close on this, Close on you that. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's we like have painting. a, a yes. phone message from a familiar character, uh, Freddie Lounge. Oh, I know, Freddie. Hey, guys. Freddie from Cattle Crime here. I've got a question for Brian. I want to know, over the three seasons of Beautiful Murders we've seen, which <laughs> crime scene is Brian Fuller's favorite? That's Thanks. the perfect question for this conversation. I think so. Do you have it? It's like, which is your favorite child? Yeah, you know, I love the cello man uh, oh, because I yes. love the cello as an instrument. I think it's a very sexy instrument. Um, I also love the human color wheel. <laughs> was was fun. <laughs> the Busby Berkeley that of corpses. Was so, that was the yeah. one. In was the that the silo. one in the grain silo? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That one was. It fun. was like a more dignified human centipede. Yes, there like there is no yeah. ATM. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what ATM is? No, I was just laughing. Oh, <laughs> you don't? Because you're amazing, so I just laugh whenever you say it. If Ryan said about... something, it must make a lot of sense. Do you know what ATM? No, is? but I didn't no. laugh because I was going to ask. He knows you what, what ATM is. Our videographer Jason Mark well, is nodding. Okay. Well, Brian, you tell Turn us the what ATM is. Well, in centipede, you know, they are sewn ass to mouth. Right? Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ATM. ATM, ass to mouth. I it's see. also a sexual term. Yes. Yes. That... Sewn. So, so like, that's what 
they do in Human Centipede. <laughs> okay. They sew your Jack, mouth. Jack, could you bring a cold compress in here? It would be your. I think, I, they would I think sew my mouth going to over. your ass, and right. then it would go through you and into me, and then into the next person. So we're going to go back to our party line here at the dinner party show, and uh, let's oh see. Oh my God! We need a cold compress for Beth. <laughs> I love that the, that the solution to that one was. No, I'm getting ready. Sewing. Actually, I'm going to do a little movie that is about in the Victorian era. Do you know about this? Huh. The, when a lot of children died young. Yes. Uh, and they had this guy that would come, a photographer, and he would come and take the body and sew the mouth together. That's where my mind was going. I was as demented as anyone here. Sure, just, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, sewed the mouth together and then put them in clothes, put them on a pony, take oh. a picture, get the whole family together, all the dead children lined up if there was a plague of some kind, you know, the flu epidemic, line them up, have the mom with the arms around the dead children. Do you know about this? No. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. And so that they would movie? have them at the funeral of happy pictures of memories that didn't yeah. happen? Yeah, go on the internet. You can see there are tons of Don't do that with me. This? Don't do that. Eric, tell my mom, and don't I've do that with me. The, That's, I've I don't seen want those that. pictures yeah. in real life. I remember going to some of my relatives' homes and ha- seeing those pictures in old albums. Oh, okay. of, of family members that had deceased that they prop they, they sewed prop, up they make up. them look like they're alive. Wow! I've, I heard that happening. I've seen pictures of that happening, uh, but not in mass on a horse. I see. <laughs> Which I see. the horse is the fun part. That is the fun part. We're going to take a short break here on the Wait, dinner party uh, show. First, what's the name of the movie? Occam's. Occam's Razor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there Occam's we are. Razor. How that was the movie about that. It's a thing that was in contact. We'll talk That's about how it. I know. We'll talk about it when we come back <laughs> after this. Six degrees of movie. We're going to take a short break here on the Dinner Party Show, and then we will be back with Beth Grant, Brian Fuller, and, and more questions. That. And we'll have information about another giveaway. Oh, great. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. The internet is full of people talking about stuff they hate. So on the dinnerpartyshow.com, we've decided to launch a new feature that's all about stuff we love. That's right. It's called Christopher and Eric's Favorites. Each month, we'll recommend a variety of products we just can't live without so that you can enjoy them, too. You can visit Christopher and Eric's favorites at thedinnerpartyshow.com, and that's where you can also sign up for our newsletter and be the first to know when new favorites are added to the site. And remember, if you use any of the buy links on thedinnerpartyshow.com, a percentage of your purchase will help support the operation of the show. The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, bringing you interviews with some of the hottest celebrities who made the mistake of taking Christopher and Eric's call. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. Join us this Sunday, June 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, as Hannibalism continues at thedinnerpartyshow.com. This time we'll be joined by two New York Times bestselling authors who also happen to be huge fans of NBC's Hannibal. That's right. Cami Garcia and Margaret Stoll, author of the wildly successful Beautiful Creatures series, will be on hand to discuss television's most terrifying serial killer. As well as the latest installment in their own best-selling series, Dangerous Creatures. That's this Sunday, June 14th, on an all-new live cast as Hannibalism continues here at thedinnerpartyshow.com. <laughs> 
The Dinner Party Show, a new live cast begins airing every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at thedinnerpartyshow.com or through our free mobile app. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, where all of our shows are available for free anytime you want to listen. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm opera star Christopher Rice. And I'm still singing, Christopher. (laughs) I'm so sorry I stepped on your big opera. I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and we're back with Beth Grant and Brian Fuller. And before they start being wonderful again, Uh. I have to remind you, you have 10 more minutes to enter our giveaway for a Kindle Voyage. And you need to answer, you need to email your correct answer to this question to web at thedinnerpartyshow.com or private message it to our Facebook page for The Dinner Party Show. And the question is as follows. In season two, there is a victim Brian Fuller referred to on Twitter as Tree Man. What was this victim's profession when Hannibal killed him? Ten more minutes to email and message your answers to that question. And we have exciting details of another announcement coming we up, but that's do, later. We're going to talk First, to Beth and Brian in the time Beth we and have Brian. left, when then we'll do the whole more back to official announcements thing. So we're going to go more management. We I do the management, you do the fun and the frivolity. I, do I punch the buttons on this computer. <laughs> I take us I can't to even reach the computer. Let's see. We have <laughs> a sort of a I think question. There was a plan. We have a question. Yeah, there is a plan to keep uh, your hands away from the computer. That apparently, that was the all plan. right. Let's go to another question from our party line right here. Hello, uh, my name is Mikhail, and I am calling from Rhode Island, and I have a question for Brian Fuller. I was wondering if Brian could possibly comment on the evolution uh, of his seven-season plan for Hannibal. From what I understand, well, seasons two and three had to collapse certain story arcs together, uh, and essentially by my calculations, (laughs) once season three is over, the show will have burned through five seasons of uh, material originally planned for the series. So I was wondering maybe if Brian could um, comment on how and why the show evolved and maybe if he wished that he had more episodes. So, by his calculations. That's the new map. Hi, Mikael. By I his calculations. Didn't he win the I He think did. He, he won, won tonight. the, the oh, drawing he, tonight. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. He's congratulations. the one who really cares. Yeah, he's, he's, wow, he's got that's calculations. Really, what we're, we're, all, we're all baffled well, here. He, that was really... I had uh, when we first started talking about the show, I imagined a seven-year sort of seven-year arc for the the stories, including original seasons and seasons that were including stories from the book. And the plan for season three was the Italian chapter, and the plan for season four was Red Dragon, and so those collapsed into one season. So my seven-year plan has kind of been reduced to a five-year plan. Uh, like the USSR? Exactly. <laughs> Just like that. Like Just, Soviet Russia. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so stick around for the pogrom, Mikhail. <laughs> so so it has it has evolved that way, Mikhail. And um really it was it was a matter of not wanting to tread water with the storytelling and really move quickly in a way that grabs the audience and doesn't let go. So that was my motivation. And great question, Mikhail. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that was a great question. That was a great Are there question. any questions from the Facebook page that we... What's the best question well, from the, the Facebook I, I page? Well, I can tell you that social media in general went nuts at the mention of Lee Pace, that all of your Twitter people on Twitter <laughs> who are following us on Twitter now, hopefully, <laughs> any mention, Lee Pace just... can do no wrong None. in None. the book we of agree. anyone. I love And Lee it Pace. would be a reunion of Beth Grant and Lee Pace. Yes. Right. Yes. That's, that's 
work on twice? the two, a double twice? reunion. Yeah. Because you know that Marianne Marie Beetle appeared on Wonder Falls and then on Pushing I Daisies. Do. I was on Pushing Daisies for 11 he seconds. Was. My hair. Yeah. My hair was on. <laughs> By the time they got, most of me is on the cutting room floor, but the back of my head was on the screen for 11 seconds. I actually got to shake Lee Pace's hand. It was yeah. a very big deal. And you never wash that hand again. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's wooden because that one brought it off. <laughs> well, he guest starred on the mini project, and I didn't have oh, a I scene didn't know he was with on him. Mini project. Oh. And I heard that he asked for me in the makeup trailer. Oh, yes. and where were you? I wasn't there. Oh, you were working that day? <laughs> I was oh, at home. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. She in the was scene. in New Jersey doing a feature but I was film. Doing her seventh film of that month. We like. we have a plan, Beth. We want you to do a regular segment on the dinner party show called "Where the Fuck Is Beth Grant?" And you just call from wherever you are filming something and say, <laughs> "Hi, it's Beth. I'm in Oklahoma." Bang, and that's oh, all you have to do. I never finished about Oklahoma. I'm doing it, this lovely little movie that I'm doing. What are you working on? Uh, it's actually a nice little story about um, my daughter, who is a lesbian. Hmm. whose partner has just died oh, yeah. and she comes back home to live with me and oh. I'm very loving and kind and tolerant mm-hmm. but not actually exa- but you know well, I'm I, working on it I yeah I'm working on it and uh, it, it and then she has some bad behavior she's mm-hmm. very flawed mm-hmm. and it's just a terrific script yeah and, it's great. what's it called uh, it is called. Oh my God! Occam's Razor. No. <laughs> Occam's Razor Two. That's all I got. The Revenge. Heartland. Heartland. Oh my God! And it's shot in Oklahoma. You think I would remember no, Heartland? Let's talk about this tweet that you posted because it was you and I think two of the other actresses in Heartland oh, holding yeah. up signs of it was called actor shaming and yeah. yours said I lost my voice and hers said I was late to work or yeah I was well we had like a strange day Mercury is a retrograde or something again that yeah. makes a lot of sense I mean I. I don't know what that means, but it was real. All this stuff, I mean, two two bulbs off the chandelier just fell on the ground. I woke up Friday morning, last Friday, with no voice. My voice is like this. I had four scenes. Fortunately, not that many lines in those scenes. Oh, my God. One of the actresses wore these rings that weren't the characters in the scene, and another actress forgot to wear a pocketbook in a shot. <laughs> so we they, they put us in actor-shaming couch. <laughs> and we had to wear signs that, you know, forgot my purse, lost my voice, wore my rings, and uh, we were... So that was fun. <laughs> it's like the cats and the dongs. Right. The, the do- the well, dog I ate out of the, the garbage. Right, like I destroyed the pillow. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We were actor Shamed. Yeah, <laughs> I there's no actor shaming on Hannibal. I hear they don't no. shame their. They actors. just eat you. They we just eat you. So. Yeah, love your actors. Oh, yeah. that's Jillian. Amazing. Oh, she amazing. Looks so amazing. Oh, my God. She always How looks good. gorgeous was she in that bathtub? She's. Oh, I want to ask you what color was that water in that bathtub? When she goes down in the water, it's like she goes Blood. into complete blackness. Is it filled with? Jillian is that filthy. That was clear water before she got in the tub. She's a dirty girl, that She's Jillian. Dirty, is that dirty, dirty, dirty. I just pregnant. Like, right off. Did you like? Did you die? Did you put something in the water so that it would be like she? Because she literally just disappears into blackness as she drops into that tub. And I thought, did they? Is there? Is it? It's, it's murkier, so it would hide nudity. And so when she was slipping under, like. You know, there were shots where you could see if the water was clear, you'd be able to see her oh, breasts. God, that but didn't it wasn't even cross clear, my mind. So we made it milky. And also, so she would disappear more cleanly. But she, uh, uh, there were lots of attempts in that first episode of getting both Jillian and Maz nude. 
Yeah, I saw the, the wine glass <laughs> held it just the right spot oh, yeah. as he comes out of the, the shower. The tumbler. Yeah. Okay. I called it, you were paying attention. It, it's the, yeah, it's the, the Game of Thrones wine glass. <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> the Austin Powers Brian wine glass. Fuller, you will be back with us on the 21st. Is that correct? We yes. won't have you next week because you're a good boy and you're going to visit I'm going to go visit mom. Beth Grant, we'll have you back anytime you want to come. You can just walk Absolutely. in you and we'll put you stay. on the show. We want you to do your special report, where the fuck is Beth Grant? Maybe where the hell is Beth Grant? Or where in America is Beth Grant? Or, or whatever you'd like to call What's it. your favorite curse word? My favorite curse yeah, word? Yeah, so where in the blank is Beth Grant? Like, what would you like the blank to be? Favorite she, curse word. She's it blushing. She's blushing. We're making Beth Grant blush. Well, I'm just it. thinking of the story I just told you about, this movie I just did with James Franco. I mean, I've worked with him quite a bit, <laughs> but I just did a nude scene. With James <laughs> Franco? Well, uh, he was directing. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, who's not going to take their clothes off if James Franco is? I, I, right? yeah, yeah, I, I just say, I, I will would, if you will. Yeah. I mean, right? So, uh, But he had this old redneck lying there underneath me <laughs> going, fuck, 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 <laughs> so you, so we'll say, where in the fuck, 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 so, fuck, fuck is Beth Grant? Yeah. That's where so my Beth, mind was. The point is, Beth we'll have you back scene. anytime you want to come on the show. <laughs> You're and in bed. now because we have not it's spent like enough Todd time dinner party. talking about giveaways. We're going to announce another giveaway on our June 21st, 2015 live cast when Brian will be back with us. We're going to have a special drawing for a print of the Red Dragon image, which you will hopefully be looking at oh right God. now in the still image from an upcoming Hannibal episode that Shea Butters is posting on our right. Facebook page right now. So you get a sneak preview of upcoming events on Hannibal. To find out how to enter this contest, you need to shine, sign up Excuse me for the show's free mailing list. Well, you could sign up for the mailing list, but that won't be nearly as effective. Use the <laughs> subscribe blank at thedinnerpartyshow.com and simple trivia questions about the Dinner Party Show's Hannibalism episodes will end up in your inbox on Monday, June 15th. Anyone who sends in the correct answers to those questions by personal message to the show's Facebook page or to the email address web at thedinnerpartyshow.com by showtime the following week will be automatically entered to win the Red Dragon the painting actual, which we have from here. From the actual... From the episodes. So Actually, yes. the painting from the episode. I mean, that's great. That's, it's here in the studio right now. You oh, see Richard Armitage bowing to it in the uh, in the footage that's yes. been released so far. So it's that red dragon painting that he is bowing to. That is a great prize. Yeah, it's in just, that picture. It should be on the prize. Facebook yeah. page now. Yeah, not as good as my neon muffin buffalo. No, no, it's no, no neon no. muffin Pretty buffalo. darn close. Yes, yes it but is. we're working it. We haven't been to Todd's one of Todd's dinner parties recently. So <laughs> yeah. and he's got a new show. I think Stitchers, isn't that? I yeah. think that's Todd's. That yeah. oh. it's really fun. Saw it this week. It premiered this week. We it's should really have fun. Todd on our show if Brian doesn't get that. all jealous. Oh well, like oh, we could bring I'll, you both on. They we love each other. You should do it together. Oh, yeah. 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 They love Excellent. each other. Excellent. I'll call Todd. Well, party people cool. and fanables, I need to tell you that our, our the Kindle Voyage giveaway is now closed. Your answer needs to have been into the email box or into well, actually, us by I think personal you have message. Like 11 you have thirty seconds, seconds or something to enter. like that. But yeah, um, we could have stayed here all night with these two lovely. I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go with you. I'm having a ball. I got a new car. So I'm going to drive around okay. town while you stay well, you here. Fun. Beth Grant, thank Brian Fuller, so thank much. you so much. Party people, thank you so much. Fanables, thank you for joining us. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. Thank Thanks. you. Yay. Bonsoir. Oh, you guys are great.